ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, welcome to you. We appreciate you being here today for this very special event, our Lunch with a Legend, honoring Mr. Dave Campbell today. Welcome, welcome to everyone. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. All right, we thought it would be appropriate for this one to, uh, I've got lots of questions, I've got plenty of questions, I think they're good questions, but uh, Jerry Hill is just uh, uniquely involved in uh, this working relationship with Mr. Dave Campbell. So we thought it'd be appropriate to kind of double team Mr. Dave today and have Jerry and I ask uh, questions and uh, get Mr. Dave telling some stories. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. All right, and without further ado, let us bring up our guest of honor today, man who really does need no introduction to this group. Welcome, Mr. Dave Campbell. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. Welcome in, glad you are with us. And uh, that goes back to our lunch with a legend three years ago. In fact, uh, it was December of uh, 2018. We were able to honor Mr. Dave Campbell with the lunch for a legend. It was terrific. We used that audio earlier in the week uh, with the passing of Mr. Dave one week ago today and his service, uh, memorial service, just today at Austin Avenue Methodist Church in Waco. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. I know uh, all, if not uh, most, if not all of you, uh, share in the loss of Mr. Dave Campbell. He had that impact on so many people around Central Texas, around Texas, really, the entire state. And um, uh, the memorial service uh, this morning, one of the speakers at the service this morning joins us now, uh, a man who would uh, would think would be uh, considered, would consider himself one of Dave's guys, and that is John McLean of the Houston Chronicle. And John, you're very kind to join us. Uh, we appreciate you being on. How are you today? John, I'm doing great. It was an honor to be invited by Dave's daughters, Becky and Julie, to speak at the funeral. It was a celebration of Dave's life, and uh, Dave was a good friend of mine, a mentor. I worked for him at the trip before I came to the Chronicle in 76, and and uh, everybody had so much respect for Dave and his amazing Emmy people who worked for him, either the Tribune Herald or on Texas Football Magazine, came back to pay their respects today at uh, he would have been embarrassed at all the great things that had been said about him. For a guy, John, who didn't want attention, he sure got a lot of attention. 
<laughs> and he deserves every bit of it. Isn't it amazing how uh, universally uh, everyone seems to feel the same way about Dave? And I, I'm guessing there's not that many people out there like that, that are that beloved by really everyone. I've never seen uh, anyone who got the universal respect like Campbell. And uh, I grew up, I first started reading Dave in 1960 when I was eight years old. And I told my dad I loved the Baylor Bears. And he handed me a sport to read Dave Campbell. I said, who's that? He said, he's a man knows everything about Baylor football. <laughs> and I, it took me years to figure out all the words that he used. But I did read him. And I, as I said today, John, as someone who grew up here and – as a diehard sports fan, especially a football fan, but a Baylor fan, being able to read Dave Campbell and listen to Frank Fallon, who was also a friend of mine through his son Steve, was like reading the Word of God and listening to the voice of God. And the only other person I ever felt like that about was Tom Landry. And it was a privilege to know them and to know them well. And, uh, and I just, you know, Waco lost an institution when Frank died, as you well know. And uh, Waco has lost another institution. Both of them, icons of Texas journalism, the uh, first class of media inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. Very well said. John, what would you say, what were the best things that you took from your time with Dave? Well, not to, not to get upset or take it personally when he rewrote stories he'd been assigned for Texas Football Magazine. First time I did one was my first year there, second year there, 1973. He told me, I got a story for you to write in the magazine. Well, I'd never written for Texas football. I'd read it since 1960. And Dave had all the greatest writers from the state wrote for that magazine not not snot nosed high school writers like me but i of course i said okay paid fifty dollars at the time i was making 110 so i was happy to make fifty dollars and i said okay who do you want me to write about he said well, it was a high school guy linebacker who's moved to running back and daryl meaning daryl royal told me he thinks this kid's got something gonna be something special and he's got his eye on him his name's campbell and i said oh that's why you want me to do it because you're a relative of yours he goes nah not quite he said uh his name's earl and here's his coach's number corky nelson give him a call so i called him i turned in the stories first story ever appeared uh on earl in the magazine and when it came out i was so proud john everybody told me great job so i got home and I read it, and it had my name on it, and I'm like, that's not the story I turned in. And that's when I learned then, Dave, who was a great editor and a wordsmith, not just a great writer, he rewrote most of those stories in Texas Football Magazine. So I learned not to take it personally, especially when he made it one of the stories in his 25-year anniversary issue. And so one of the things I learned, edit, editing, writing, how to interview, how to be critical without being mean. I don't know if that's possible today, but Dave was so respected 
by everybody, and I mean everybody. And I, I've always, always felt such an affinity for him as a writer, as a boss, and as a man. John, tell our listeners uh, about the uh, ceremony, the service this morning. You know, we can call it a funeral service. We can call it a memorial service. I like a celebration of life, and uh, I'm guessing that's, that's what we got for Mr. Dave, uh, who passed away at the age of 96. Well, before the service, everybody was there early, and I saw people I hadn't seen for years. Saw some people I hadn't seen for decades, and so many of them were journalists. And when I started my speech, I asked those in the audience who had worked for Dave at the Trib or had anything to do with Texas football to please stand. Drake McLean stood. Grant Taft stood. It was it was so impressive to look out over the church and see how many who worked for Dave. And David Barron, who were just retired from the Chronicle, who worked with the Trib as I did and was a longtime editor for Dave, uh, he spoke first, I spoke second, then family members, and it was very touching. And what got me, John, his casket had the flag on it because he was a veteran, a war hero from World War II. And, right. and it was a celebration. But at the end, when it quiet, and they played taps, and then the two soldiers went to the casket and folded it perfectly and gave it to the daughter's that's when you could hear a lot of sniffling going on. Man, that's great. That's great. You painted that picture very, very well. Uh, John, final thought. Uh, uh, Jerry Hill talked about this with us, that the, Dave made everyone feel like equals. You know, as good as he was and as great as he was at his craft, he made everybody that was around him, everybody that he worked with, that worked for him, just feel like equals. Did you feel that way for Mr. Dave? Uh, intimidated by him originally because, you know, I'd read him, like I said, since I was eight years old. And when I got in there, I'd like, I would say my knees were knocking. And Hollis Biddle, his right-hand man, who I worked with more on a day-to-day basis because Dave was so busy with Texas Football Magazine. And then, you know, Hollis told me one time, he said, you know, everybody thinks Dave puts his doesn't put his pants on one leg at a time. Well, he doesn't. He puts them both in at the same time. And it was a joke, but it made me feel better. And then when I finally got to spend some time with Dave, you're right. He knew how to put everybody at ease. Well, that's great. And I, I agree with you, and you know this, that weren't we fortunate in Central Texas to have uh, two guys the stature of Frank Fallon and Dave Campbell in the media in Central Texas, and uh, everybody that, that, you know, not only worked with them, but uh, worked for them and then heard and wrote, wrote, read them um, is a benefit, a beneficiary of all of those guys. We were all blessed, and as I tell people, you want to know now about Frank Fallon and Dave Campbell, go to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. They've got everything, and I knew Frank when I was in high school, used to hanging out over his house with Steve and his brothers and Frank and June. And I think about those memories a lot, and uh, and I cherish them forever. I'll take them to my grave whenever that time comes, John. Very nice. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's great to visit with you, and we'll see you down the road. 
John, thank you very much, and sick up. All right, very good. John McClain, uh, now with the Houston Chronicle, with the Trib previously, wrote for Texas Football Magazine. As such, uh, had many, many uh, uh, working relationships along the way with Mr. Dave Campbell. The service today at Austin Avenue Methodist Church, uh, Mr. Dave preceded uh, in death by his wife, Reba. Uh, he is survived by his two daughters, Becky and Julie. And uh, the pallbearers, the honorary pallbearers for the service today, uh, look at this uh, heavyweight lineup. Grant Taff, Jim Haller, Lyndon Olson, David Barron, John McClain, Adam Hockfelder, Kim Gorham, Jerry Hill, John Warner, and Bryce Cherry. That's just terrific. I mean, that is, uh, uh, again, that's to have those guys included as honorary pallbearers today again, speaks to the legacy of uh, Mr. Dave Campbell. Appreciate John being on with us. Uh, thanks to him. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show off and running on a Friday, coming to you from Eugene, Oregon today with Baylor basketball. The Bears play the Oregon Ducks coming up tomorrow. Tell you about uh, our surroundings here in Eugene a little bit later in the hour. But when we come back, uh, big game tonight for UMHB playing for a national championship in Canton, Ohio. We will visit with the president of UMHB, Randy O'Rear, joins us when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show from Eugene, Oregon, brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Cloudy conditions stick around as we head into the overnight with our next cold front moving through tomorrow. We have about a 90% chance of showers and storms starting after 4 a.m. tomorrow morning and should push out of the area by around lunchtime. Expect cloudy, much cooler, and windier conditions for the rest of your Saturday afternoon. Sunday, mostly cloudy skies and a high of 50 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Heisenberg Ammo will be at the Premier Gun Show this weekend at the Extraco Event Center. We beat everyone's price on ammunition. Don't run out of ammo. Come see us. Say my name. Heisenberg. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Tom and Ward, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WELL. 
The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 18th and Sunday, December 19th at the Bell County Expo. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers. They buy, sell, and trade firearms at the shows. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety at the shows is extensive. But oftentimes, they don't have it, well, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find survivalist equipment, collectibles, and tons of ammo. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, December 18th, 9 to 5, and December 19th, noon to 4 at the Bell County Expo. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Lorena Leopards are the Class 3A Division I state football champions. They beat Brock 34-18 for the 200th career win for longtime Lorena head coach Ray Byers. Mary Harden-Baylor meets North Central Illinois for the D3 championship tonight in Canton, Ohio. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas beginning with the pregame show at 530. The bowl season gets underway today. Nine bowls on the schedule this weekend, including BYU against UAB and the Independence Bowl. The NCAA Board of Governors has agreed to recommendations for changes to its constitution that will not impose penalties on programs or athletes who are not involved in infractions. Schools will also be required to make public name, image, and likeness policies. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Two thirty-five and counting here in the first down by three. KJ goes on the slingshot motion. Double pass, double pass. Looking for a double pass down the field. Open. Twenty-five, twenty, fifteen, ten, five. Touchdown, Cruz. Brendan Marks on the reception and the crew going front. Six to three with your PAT up and coming. Back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. Looking forward to a national championship game tonight. Division Three National Championship. Mary Harden Baylor taking on North Central from Illinois. UMHB number two in the nation. In the poll, North Central at number one, the defending national champs. And Mary Harden-Baylor, of course, uh, national champs 2016, 2018. What a great matchup comes up tonight in Canton, Ohio. And uh, joining us to talk about uh, this game, the uh, season as a whole, and the success of UMH football, UMHB football is Randy O'Rear, the president of UMHB. And Randy, I do appreciate your time. I'm sure it's a hectic time uh, with the game coming up uh, just a few hours away, but thanks for your time today. Hey, thanks for having me, John. We are uh, really excited, and uh, thanks for having us on. You bet. Hey, give us the lay of the land. What's it like there in Canton, Ohio? Uh, what are we in store for tonight? Well, actually, I just stepped outside the uh, hotel lobby, and it's uh, kind of balmy and 40 degrees, and we're we're hoping the rain will hold off. We kind of get uh, different reports depending on which weather app we're looking at. But uh, hopefully won't have any rain the first half. It uh, looks like it may be possible we get some in the second half, but we're hoping not. It's going to be uh, uh, kind of chilly, but actually I think the last two weeks we've caught a break uh, with Wisconsin weather and Ohio weather that it's not as bad as what we're typically used to when we travel to uh, these two places. 
Wow, how about that? And how about how about the championship matchup? UMHB getting by uh, Wisconsin Whitewater, as you mentioned last week. North Central beat Mount Union last week, so it's uh, it's kind of nice to see you know relatively new blood here at the top in this championship game. Well, uh, we're we're always hoping that people like seeing relatively new blood as long as it's not Mary Hart Baylor. So we. Uh, we have been very, very blessed. To, this is the fourth time in the last five championships we've made it to the uh, final. And uh, I could not be more proud of Pete Fredenberg and our coaches and, of course, the players that are really making it happen on the field. And we got the, the greatest fans of all as well. So uh, hopefully the Crew Nation will show up big tonight. Randy, what does this mean? Uh, what does this mean to the school, publicity-wise? Just the image of the school, national attention, national television for the game tonight. What does that mean overall to UMHB? Yeah, John. You know, I, I tell people all the time. People say, "Well, hey, does it increase fundraising and do some of these things?" And and not at the Division three level. You know, certainly we we don't uh, recognize that the, the giving level is way up because we're playing for a national championship, but it certainly does matter. And it certainly doesn't hurt anything. But what I, I respond to that saying, you know, we make a big investment in all of our athletic programs. A lot of schools treat division three athletics, like it's uh, intramurals, but that's not the case at Mary Harden Baylor. We invest, we invest heavily in athletics. We believe it's important. It's a great front door to the university. And tonight's a great example. What, What's it worth monetarily to be on uh, ESPN? They were playing our game earlier this afternoon on ESPNU, and then we'll be on ESPNU, nationally televised tonight. How do you monetize that? I don't know, but I say uh, praise God for a successful athletic program. We're very proud. Yeah, very much so. And you've got the facilities uh, that when you get those home games, it's fun to show uh, show off. I mean I, – I would, I would think that y'all have as good of facilities as anybody you compete against at your level. Yeah, we do. There's no one in the country in Division Three that uh, has the Crusader Stadium like we do, that type of facility, and uh, and really not sure that many in Division Two could rival what we have, and that's where it's, uh, uh, again, praise the good Lord for friends like the McLean family that have helped mm -hmm. us accomplish some unbelievable things for our university. Randy, talk about uh, Coach Fredenberg and what he has done. I mean, literally starting that program from scratch, starting from nothing, and building it up to this major power year in and year out in a consistent power and playing for another national championship tonight. Yeah, you know, I'm biased, as you would expect me to be, but I say all the time I think he's the best football coach in the country. And, and uh, I know, hey, everybody loves Nick Saban, and there's great coaches and Waco has one too. Coach Arandon, what he's done has just been amazing this year, and we're happy and proud for Baylor. But how do you argue with uh, the success of Pete Fredenberg? I mean, I I kind of say it this way. We, in our seventh year, I mean, we started a program from scratch. In our seventh year, we played for the our first uh, national championship. We get beat, but how do you have the success we've had? And, and the first name of our school is Mary, so how about that? <laughs> that's really good i like that yes uh but nobody's uh throwing any shade your way about the name no, of the school no, no they're not they may be down there in not the at all but uh, that's over pretty quick <laughs>
That's pretty good. And and I do remember, uh, I don't know the whole story, but I remember parts of the early days when y'all were, you know, finding room for all these uh, guys that came out and wanted to be a part of the team and trying to find equipment, just scraping stuff together. Isn't that amazing to think about, you know, just starting from scratch? That just never happens, and especially starting from scratch and reaching this level. Exactly, and I think it's it's you've got to have a vision, and uh, certainly uh, my predecessor Jerry Balkum, who uh, started football, uh, and and uh, Ben Ship when they brought in Pete Fredenberg, what a what a great decision. I mean, they we've had one coach in the history of our program, and Pete certainly had a vision of what he wanted to do, and he wanted to build a championship caliber program, and he's done it, and the record speaks for itself. And, uh, again, it's just I, – I, I couldn't be more proud. It, it's amazing what they've accomplished. And, and uh, But, you know, if you ever beat Pete Fredenberg, what he's going to do is he's going to spend the next 12 months trying to figure out how he can get better and keep raising the bar in his own program. And uh, uh, I hope he coaches another 15 years. Yeah, boy, that's great. Randy, uh, uh, Ward White's is there. He'll do the play-by-play on radio for the game tonight. And Ward's been on this station uh, every day this week. And he was telling us about the uh, the dinner that they had at the Hall of Fame there in Canton. Uh, tell us about that earlier this week for the team. Well, I was not at that dinner. I, I have been to the Hall of Fame this week, and I know uh, folks here have done a great job hosting this championship and treated our uh, – our, our players and the UMHB group really well. And I think they, they had a great experience. So uh, being at the hall of fame and, and with that dinner, I was, I was not there. So. I got you, but what a great matchup tonight, isn't it? Number one versus number two, first meeting ever. Am I right? Between uh, Mary Harden Baylor and North central on the football field. That's right. We've never played them before. So there's, you know, uh, we're not familiar with them like we, like we are the, the Whitewaters and the Linfields and the Mount Union. So I think that, you know, that can make you, um, uh, oh, not as uh, confident to, to really know what they're going to do. And, but um, our folks are really confident in terms of the level of play that uh, we've seen out of Mary Harden Baylor. Uh, especially over the last few weeks, we we tend to be seems like we're hitting our stride at the right time, and level of play seems to be getting better each week. And when you're trying to win a championship, that's uh, that's what it's all about. I know our coaching staff has great respect for North Central. What I hear is they've got you know the best offensive line we've seen. They're not the biggest. They're not the size of Whitewater, but apparently they don't take one step that's out of place, and they're very athletic. So. We're going to have to stop the run and make them one-dimensional, and that's uh, Pete Fredenberg football right there. Yeah. Well, Randy, it's great to have you on. It's great to visit with you. Uh, I'm a big, big UMHB fan all the time, but especially so tonight. So good luck, and I hope you're uh, bringing uh, another national championship trophy back to Central Texas. Thanks for your time today. We're we're going to do all we can to get it done. John, thank all of you for your support, and uh, good luck to all of you as well. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Randy O'Rear, he's the president of UMHB. UMHB, uh, the Crusaders, playing the Cardinals of North Central College, North Central Illinois. It's tonight. It's 6 p.m. The game televised on ESPNU, but Ward White's with the radio broadcast on our sister station, ESPN uh, Fox Sports Central Texas. That's it, Fox Sports Central Texas, beginning at 530 
and kickoff at 6 with Ward White's coming up. The 48th edition of the Stag Bowl, two teams that have never met before, and North Central at number one in the nation. They are the reigning national champs, and they uh, own the longest winning streak in college football right now with 24 consecutive victories. The crew has won uh, national titles 2016 and 2018, and as Randy said, in the Stag Bowl for the fourth time in the last five seasons. So uh, I think, uh, Aaron, it seems to me like these are clearly the two best teams, not just by number one, number two rankings, but uh, you look at the matchup and who they've beaten along the way, these are the best two teams playing for the championship tonight. Yeah, and you look at the semifinal matchups, I mean, those four teams have basically won. I don't. I would have to double check, but I think you know probably the last six or seven national championships. Yeah, because oh, I think uh, you're right. Yeah, because North Central beat uh, beat Mount Union. You know who who forever right. you know dominated Division three. Not so much lately with uh, teams with UMHB and North Central and Whitewater, who uh, UMHB played last week. Uh, having success, but they're still a powerhouse, obviously made it to the semifinals this year. Yeah, it should be a great game, and I think you're right. I think it's absolutely the, the uh, two best Division three teams playing tonight. Yeah, really fun to think about. All right, the game comes up tonight, 6 o'clock. Television on ESPNU, radio broadcast with Ward Whites on Fox Sports Central Texas, beginning at 5.30 with the pregame show, 6 p.m. kickoff tonight for that. Also, the, uh, the state championship games continue in uh, Arlington, AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Aaron, how about uh, uh, the Lorena Leopards uh, celebrating a state championship that they won yesterday? Yeah, and it, it, I mean, they were impressive in the state championship game, but they were impressive through their whole playoff run. They really didn't have a close game through the whole run. They, they just dominated. It was an incredible end to a great season, and congratulations to Coach Biles, you know, he's been at Lorena 20 years, and his 200th victory, he, he wins the state title, his first. So yeah. it's, it's just like it, the, the story doesn't get much better than, than, than the one yesterday. Yeah, but we exactly. also have another one that, you know, could have Play a good right ending now, today. Right? That's exactly right, yeah. about to kick off uh, because, okay. because the first game went a little long. Uh, Stephenville won another state title beating Austin LBJ. They are about to kick off. At Jerry World, China Spring. And and that is China Spring and Gilmer playing there. Coach Brian Bell pulling for the China Spring Cougars as they play for a state championship. Uh, Aaron, just keep us updated on that one throughout this hour and throughout uh, the remainder of the afternoon. And uh, I think for Coach Biles, it was, uh, this is his 30th year, and his 200th victory comes in a state championship win. You're right. How I, great I, is sorry, that? I misspoke. Yeah. No, no. But uh, uh, how fitting is that to have a milestone 200th victory being a state championship? So congratulations to Lorena. Good luck to uh, China Spring as they are just now kicking off. And uh, as Aaron said, Stephenville beat Austin LBJ 38-21 to win the 4A Division I title. The game just completed up there in Arlington. All right, very cool. we got a lot of good stuff going on, Uh, plenty more to talk about. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Aaron Sexton in the Alan Samuels Studios. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. On the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. I am here in Eugene, Oregon with Baylor Basketball. Looking out the window at, uh, well, it's mountains. 
I can't, I wish I knew what mountain range it is around Eugene, but uh, I really don't know the name of that. I'll work on that for you. But here from Eugene, Oregon, we'll talk more about that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us on this Friday afternoon. Appreciate uh, John McClain being on with us and Randy O'Rear being on with us already. Plenty more to come in the second half hour. We'll take a break and be right back. John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. Fifth-ranked Baylor in action against number 13 Michigan this Sunday in Connecticut. 11.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off, high noon tip-off Sunday. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Heisenberg Ammo will be at the Real Gun Show this weekend at the Bell County Expo Center. We beat everyone's price on ammunition. Don't run out of ammo. Come see us. Say my name. Heisenberg. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bare spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Lorena Leopards are the Class 3A Division I state football champions. They beat Brock 34-18 for the 200th career win for longtime Lorena head coach Ray Byers. Mary Harden Baylor meets North Central Illinois for the D3 championship tonight in Canton, Ohio. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas beginning with the pregame show at 5.30. The bowl season gets underway today. Nine bowls on the schedule this weekend, including BYU against UAB and the Independence Bowl. The NCAA Board of Governors has agreed to recommendations for changes to its constitution that will not impose penalties on programs or athletes who are not involved in infractions. Schools will also be required to make public name, image, and likeness policies. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
Back with us, the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day and Sounds of the Season. Uh, a little winter wonderland, earth, wind, and fire for the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day on this Friday afternoon. Welcome back. Glad you're with us. John Morris uh, from Eugene, Oregon. Talk about uh, bears and ducks. The game tomorrow night, uh, talk about that in a moment. Aaron Sexton, the Allen Samuel Studios, were brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. A lot going on at the Baylor Club as we head into the holiday season. This week, and this week only, you can enjoy the uh, famous club table option for lunch every day this week. So take advantage of that. Hopefully you did. 254-710-8080 to make reservations. This Sunday, Aaron, it is a surprise visit. I'm going to let the surprise out of the bag, but Mr. and Mrs. Claus will be there on Sunday from 10.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. You can bring your letters uh, to Santa and your cameras for a great time with not only Mr. Claus, but Mrs. Claus as well. So that is the Santa Brunch this Sunday, 10.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m., at uh, the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. And planning ahead, they'll have a great, grand New Year's Day watch party for Baylor football in the Sugar Bowl. That is on January 1st. Uh, uh, doors open at 6 p.m., kickoff at 7.45 p.m. Central Time. So that is coming up on January 1st. Just a few of the activities going on at the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium with uh, the holiday season in full swing they are on the web at thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. And you can always give them a call to make reservations or to ask questions at 254-710-8080. Uh, Aaron here in Eugene, Oregon, where it is, uh, it's cool. It's in the 40s. And when we looked at the weather leading into this trip, it was uh, rainy, cloudy, more rain, colder. You know, it didn't look like we'd see the sun the entire time we're here. But today it has kind of cleared off a little bit, uh, more than we expected. Uh, it's sunny. It's 45 degrees right now. Uh, not much of a wind. So really, really nice here in uh, Eugene. Um, I got up this morning, and uh, you know what that's like when you come two time zones away. kind of wake up pretty early uh, with the clock of the new time zone. So I was up early, waited till it got light, and then went out walking Asked the lady at the front desk uh, which way to campus. Is it possible to walk to campus? And she said, yeah, it's about 25 minutes. And she pointed me in the right direction. So sure enough, I walked to uh, the uh, Oregon campus and found on campus uh, the historic uh, Holy Grail of track and field, uh, Hayward Field. And Aaron, do you know the history? You know the history of track and field here at the University of Oregon? I do. I, I watched... Uh... Well, now I'm blanking on the movie. Uh, <laughs> About Steve Prefontaine? Prefontaine, there you go. I actually yeah, watched yeah, both. Exactly. There was two different ones. I watched both of them and still couldn't remember the name. <laughs> yeah, well, so they did a redo of this track stadium, uh, I want to say a year or two ago, and it is unbelievable. I mean, they, they refer to Eugene as Track Town USA, and, and there's a pillow. In fact, as I came and checked in the, the graduate hotel here, there was a big pillow on the bed that says Tracktown. So they take that uh, uh, with a great deal of pride. But that stadium is unbelievable. I mean, it's just beautiful. They hold the NCAA championships here 
pretty much every year. Sometimes it moves around. But then the USA track and field trials are here, huge meets, uh, uh, you know, uh, all, all over the course of the year, both collegiate and uh, professional. So it's fun to see that Hayward Field here on the Oregon campus. And then just walking around on campus a little bit. Um, uh, I got to say, you know, the part that I saw, and maybe I didn't see, I'm sure there's more to it than what I saw, but a lot of old buildings here on campus sort of fits in with the, you know, the area here in Eugene, but uh, really nice. And man, there is nothing old at all about that Hayward Field renovation. Uh, I haven't made it to Autzen Stadium yet, but I found out the direction. So maybe after we finish, that'll be my next walk direction is to find the football stadium here at Oregon. But uh, looking forward to the game tomorrow night. The Bears uh, get to try out that new number one ranking, put it on the line against the Oregon Ducks. Baylor uh, is number one in the nation. Oregon not ranked currently. They are uh, six and five on the season, but it's a team that has uh, actually won 25.9 average, 25.9 wins per game or per per season over the last 10 years. That's more than Baylor has won uh, on average over the last 10 years. So it's a team that's won a lot under Dana Altman, and it'll be a big test. Uh, Aaron, with with Baylor coming in ranked number one, you know they're going to get Oregon's best shot tomorrow night. Yeah, um, and just looking at box scores, you know, you would think, even with the past success that, that Baylor should handle Oregon, but that's why they play it. You know, Oregon struggled. That's right. They're uh, five and five, I believe on the year. And the two best teams they played Houston and BYU both beat them by more than 20, but uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And they, uh, another common opponent is Stanford. Baylor beat Stanford pretty handily back in November and Stanford beat Oregon. So, Going by that, yes, you would think Baylor, but uh, you got to do it on the road. And again, I'm thinking Baylor's going to get their best shot tomorrow night. So it's a late start tomorrow night. It's right in Aaron's wheelhouse, uh, time-wise. Uh, we'll be on the air at 8.30 Central Time, 9 p.m. tip-off tomorrow night for the Bears and the Ducks. And then we chartered out here, so after the game, we'll pack up and come back and get back to Waco in the wee hours of uh, Sunday morning. But looking forward to this matchup tomorrow night, Baylor and Oregon. Television will be on ESPN2. The broadcast, Pat and I, will be here on ESPN Central Texas. Then the women are headed to uh, Connecticut. They will play Michigan, the Baylor women, number five in the nation. They'll play 13th-ranked Michigan on Sunday in the uh, Hall of Fame Women's Classic there in Connecticut. Um, That is a noon tip-off on Sunday, a rematch of a Sweet 16 game last year. Baylor beat Michigan by three, 78-75 down in San Antonio. And now they'll play again here, number five versus number 13. Uh, The game is Sunday at noon, airtime 11.30, with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. A noon tip-off and television on ESPN on Sunday. So think about, uh, you know, the exposure for the two Baylor basketball programs, you know, nationwide. Tomorrow night, men versus Oregon. Sunday, the women versus Michigan. One's on ESPN2, one's on ESPN. And, uh, yeah, Aaron, really, really good exposure for these programs who have earned that, you know, with the way they're playing in their national ranks right now. Yeah, and it's been like that all season, and it will continue to be like that all season because they're both going to be highly ranked all season. So, uh it, it's it's great for the programs and well-deserved. 
Yeah, very much so. So looking forward to those two games coming up this weekend. Uh, and we'll have the broadcast for you, Pat Nunley and I will, from here in Eugene, Oregon, tomorrow night. All right, take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll check in on that China Spring game. Aaron will give us an update, see uh, how things are going early on in that. A little bit of a later start than scheduled for China Spring, playing for a state championship at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Hey, want to remind you, Matt Mosley comes up top of the hour. He will be live at the Deadfish Grill to uh, uh, have a uh, live remote there leading into the Stag Bowl National Championship, UMHB in North Central. Great place to join other Mary Harden Baylor fans and uh, football fans in general. Watch UMHB in North Central kick off at 6 p.m. this evening. And Matt will be live at the Deadfish Grill coming up uh, at uh, the top of the hour from 4 until 6 p.m. Great food, great atmosphere there. Signature cocktails, a perfect view to complete the day. Uh, plenty of great items on their menu. Bacon-wrapped bacon quail. Cajun pasta, catfish and shrimp plates, chicken fried steak, coconut shrimp, fish tacos, rainbow trout, salmon salad, seafood gumbo, all of that and more on the menu at Dead Fish Grill. Ask about their Sunday brunch as well. Great location for private events. A gift card from the Dead Fish Grill would make a great stocking stuffer. So come in, catch a bite, enjoy the sunset, and see Matt Mosley in person. The Matt Mosley Show coming up live from Dead Fish Grill beginning at 4 o'clock this afternoon right up until 6 and then stay past 6 and join other fans to watch Mary Harden Baylor play for the Division Three National Championship tonight. That is the Dead Fish Grill on beautiful Lake Belton. 2207 Lake Road is the address. Check them out at deadfishgrill.com and on Facebook, Dead Fish Grill in Belton. Scott Brew and the Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Saturday on the road at Oregon. 8.30 Central Time for the countdown to tip-off. 9 p.m. tip-off Saturday for the Bears and the Ducks. Follow the defending Big 12 and national champion Bears the entire season with Pat and John. Right here on ESPN Central Texas. Camille Johnson Realtors congratulates the Big 12 Conference football champion Baylor Bears. Camille is a proud Baylor University graduate and is a longtime supporter of her community and all the Baylor Bear athletic programs. For over 36 years, Camille has been in the real estate world and she started her own company, Camille Johnson Realtors, six years ago. Her group of 29 real estate agents are all successful, smart, and experienced, and they have helped hundreds of satisfied Central Texas buyers and sellers. Learn more at CamilleJohnson.com and go Bears! Heisenberg Ammo will be at the Premier Gun Show this weekend at the Extra Co Event Center. We beat everyone's price on ammunition. Don't run out of ammo. Come see us. Say my name, Heisenberg. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Payments for qualified buyers at 2.9% with 5000 down or cash or trade. TTNL Extra, see dealer for details. Get the quality pre-owned car you need now at a price you can afford at Richard Car. Find great deals like a 7-passenger 2016 GMC Acadia for $225 a month. A 2019 Ford F-150 for $438 a month. Plus, get top dollar for your trade now. Richard Car pre-owned vehicles go through a 172-point inspection, and our aggressive lenders say yes when others say no. Find your next car or truck at Richard Car today. At Richard Car, we give you more. Back with us, some more of the sounds of the season here. As we are, uh, Aaron, we are one week away from Christmas Eve. We are uh, one week and one day away from Christmas Day. How's your Christmas shopping going, Aaron? You good there? Done. I had it done. I I always wait till the last minute, and uh, I got it done at the 1st of December, so I'm pretty happy about that. Nice. Look at you. Very good. All right, give us an update. China Spring and Gilmer playing for the uh, 3A state championship up in Arlington. Yeah, uh, Gilmer took the opening kickoff, drove down to the China Spring 10. The defense held, and then Gilmer missed the field goal. Now China Spring has the ball and is driving and just picked up a first down at the Gilmer 34-yard line, and that is with about, well, now they got a flag over the time. <laughs> with uh, a little over a minute left in the first quarter. Yeah, feel my pain. When I look around an arena, you know, for a clock, for a time, or, you know, even score sometimes, and they've, they've taken them away to put up, let's go, or <laughs> something like that, where you think you know where a, a clock is always going to be, and all of a sudden it's not there. Yeah, and on Bally, uh, they uh, – <laughs> On uh, uh, the clock, anytime there's a flag, that's where they put the word flag with you know in yellow. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, there's 48 seconds left now. China Spring is is just outside the red zone. Uh, so uh, all right, good drive all going right. for the Cougars. All right, keep us updated. Appreciate it, Aaron. Thanks very much. I said 3A, but it's 4A Division Two. Uh, China Spring and Gilmer Lorena won a state championship yesterday, which was just terrific. Really happy for those schools and those programs. I was reading uh, some of the game story, I guess Chad Conine's story in the Trib, 
about Lorena's game yesterday, Aaron, and um, uh, had forgotten that Lorena lost two games to start the season. They started 0-2, but the losses were to Franklin, which won a state championship, and to China Spring, which could win a state championship today, and then won, what, 14 straight to win the state title. So how about that, coming from 0-2, two losses to two teams who could both be state champions and uh, winning a state championship themselves. Yeah, and that's, I don't think a lot of, you know, when, when like, say, if, if, if you're the opposing team and you're playing Lorena in the playoffs, even late in the playoffs after they had beat pretty, everyone pretty handily, um, you know, you see the two losses and it, you think, oh, well, they've been beat twice this year, but one was right. to the defend, was to the uh, eventual uh, state champion Franklin and, and state runner up last year. And, uh, yeah. The other was to uh, a state finalist and and possibly state champion, hopefully state champion, uh, a classification above them. So I mean, it's yeah, uh, yeah they they definitely uh, tested their medal with their uh, non district schedule and it paid off. You know, with a state championship, just an incredible story. Pretty amazing, yeah. And uh, Chad also in his article or his uh, state championship notes uh, made the point that there was a uh, very nice uh, display outside the press box at AT AT&T Stadium uh, saluting Mr. Dave Campbell. And I thought that was great. And they did a video board recognition of Dave. And you just know that everybody that comes there from, from all over the state you know, from all classifications, 6A up to 6, uh, down to 6-man, you know, they all feel the same, and they all feel that same amount of respect for Mr. Dave Campbell. So great that he could be, again, honored in that way as the state championship games continue. Yeah, it's it's a fitting tribute to to a Texas legend. I mean, I remember when I was in college, I was editor of the MCC newspaper, and uh, we, we... had the pleasure of hosting the state journalism convention. Um, Hmm. And so we had to put together speakers and, you know, events for the, uh, it was for two and four year colleges from all over the state, any college that had a school newspaper, um, you know, so yeah, UT was there and um, UT Arlington North Texas and uh, our featured speaker, because I was the sports editor, I got Dave Campbell to be our featured speaker about sports writing. And uh, it was by far, the uh, biggest uh, attendance of any event and uh, just, you know, everyone who, who talked about it couldn't say enough good things. And my dealings with him setting it up, he, he was so nice and immediately said yes. And he was like, just give me the date and I'll work around it with my schedule. And so that's my Dave Campbell story. I have a couple. I've uh, met him a few times, but that, that was my first meeting with it. And uh, it just uh, gives you a little glimpse of what an incredible person he was. Yeah, boy, isn't that great. That is great. Well, great to have John McLean on with us earlier. He spoke at the service earlier today. Uh, John giving his thoughts about the, uh, the passing of Dave Campbell and the legacy that he leaves behind. Um, also, we should have mentioned this earlier in lieu of flowers, uh, donations to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame or to the Dave Campbell Endowed Scholarship in Journalism at the Baylor Lion Foundation are welcome. Um, so those are a couple of uh, opportunities there for folks if they would like to uh, uh, send something in memory of Dave to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame or to the uh, Baylor Line Foundation. Appreciate John being on with us. Appreciate Randy O'Rear being on with us. Also the president of UMHB. UMHB plays North Central tonight, 6 p.m., 
for the Division Three National Championship. The broadcast on Fox Sports Central Texas beginning at 5.30 with Ward White's 6 p.m. kickoff television on ESPNU tonight for the crew and the Cardinals of North Central coming up tonight. All right, Aaron, keep us updated on that China Spring game. Uh, and folks, stay tuned. Matt Mosley live from Deadfish Grill is coming up next. Lord willing, we'll talk to you on Monday. We'll actually talk to you tomorrow night with Baylor and Oregon basketball from here in Eugene. Then uh, be back in uh, Central Texas and back in the studio on Monday. Aaron, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend. You too, John. Enjoy it. And uh, second Bears. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks for being with us. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley live from the Deadfish Grill coming up next on ESPN Central Texas. And that might be the winner winner chicken dinner right there. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They say that Nick Saban sent a plane back to East Lansing to, uh, when he got the job at, I guess it would have been LSU, and to, to get all his assistants. And none of them got on the plane. <laughs> <laughs>